Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a uh, cry from Michael Spillin on the board to you Bronco fans. Get excited. Finally, get excited. Meaningful game on Sunday, more than halfway through the season. What are you guys thinking? Hey, coming up next on the winnersandwiners.com hotline, Broncos Blast. Mark Knudsen and I, who is guest hosting, uh, co-hosting today, will welcome in Ian St. Clair, at Ian St. Clair on Twitter, at Mile High Report. We, uh, you can read him there and listen to the at Mile High, uh, the Mile High Report radio podcast. Also, Colorado, playcolorado.com. He is the lead writer over there. Hey, Broncos sit 5-5, five and five, division remaining schedule with the Chargers. Uh, starts with the Chargers on Sunday. I think it's the first game of the rest of their season. And we'll get into that after we tell you that this Thanksgiving, we are grateful to the folks who bring you this section, Framed Art. Uh, you can follow them on Facebook, on Twitter, at Framed Art. And I just want to thank Brian Hart at Framed Art. We get to rep- represent the best. This is the Framer, award-winning Framer in Denver. The Broncos choose, the players and the organization, the Nuggets, the Rockies, the Avalanche, governors and mayors, they all use Framed Art. We are pleased to always represent the best when we can on this show, and Framed Art is the best. For all of your memories to last a lifetime, personal memorabilia to sports memorabilia, fine art, all of it, go see Brian Hart at Framed Art, 3065 South Broadway. And good morning, Ian. Good morning, guys. Hey. What's up, man? Hey. Uh, Broncos sitting 5-5, five and five, division schedule ahead. Fate is in their hands. We're more, much more than halfway through the season uh, the first day of the rest of their lives for the Broncos comes up tomorrow. Uh, where do the Broncos go from here against against the Chargers? Uh, are we expecting them to uh, to win? We've got a prediction on the air from our winners and uh, winners crew um, that, that uh, picking the Broncos to win straight up. Mark Kislett thinks they're going to win. Where are you? I have no idea what to expect. <laughs> I have no Great idea answer. if we're going to get. I have no idea if we're going to get the Broncos that 
stomp the Cowboys or the ones that showed up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Or didn't or I, I guess showed up showed up is a loose term because I don't think they still yeah. have shown up for that game. But I, I mean that that we have no idea what team is going to show up. We have no idea. Everyone listening to this, Michael, Mark, me, Kisla, the winners and winers crew, everyone knows what the key to success for the Broncos on Sunday is, at least offensively. The only question is, does the guy calling the plays know that? So yeah. I, it, it makes it so difficult to, to, to know what to, to expect from this team, but also to make a prediction because they're just they're so inconsistent. I think that's about the only thing that is consistent is how inconsistent they are. And it, it just it makes it so difficult. And I, I'd like to think that they're going to show up and come off the bye, play at home, the weather should be nice since we've what had one snow day yeah. at the end of November. I mean, which is crazy, but the weather will be nice. So there'll be, there'll be a reason to be excited. It's a divisional game. I just don't know which Broncos team is going to show up. Hey, in, in their defense. And obviously I totally agree with everything you just said, but in their defense, when you're injury depleted like they are, and that happens to everybody, it does take a little wind out of your sails and it does make it hard sometimes to, to get consistent. But what's the latest on the injury front? Are they, I know Bradley Chubb is supposed to be looking better and perhaps play. Uh, what are you hearing about who's going to play for the Broncos tomorrow? Well, it looks like uh, Garrett Bowles is going to be out again. Uh, by the by, the sounds of things, Kareem Jackson is doubtful to play. If Bradley Chubb does play, he's not going to be at full speed, so he'll probably be on a pitch count per se. Bobby Massey is doubtful to play, so they're going to be down two starting tackles again. And with the way, and obviously Graham Glasgow is out. And the right. thing that when you look at the the offensive line, the the matchup nightmare could be from when old friend Brandon Staley, who was on Vic Fangio's staff in Chicago and then here for a year before he went and became the defensive coordinator for the Rams and now the head coach of the Chargers, what he did with Joey Bosa could potentially be an even bigger advantage to them when he shifted Joey Bosa inside because the interior of the line has struggled mightily this year. Dalton Reisner, when Graham Glasgow is hurt, whether it's rookie Quinn Meniers, Lloyd Cushenberry, if they do that again, that is something to look for. And then I mentioned Kareem Jackson being out. Caden Stearns could potentially get his first start as a rookie at safety. All the other weapons seem to be coming back healthy. Cortland Sutton obviously has, has come back. Jerry Judy is back. So, Offensively, with the weapons, they're fine. The question is going to be offensive line. And then you mentioned linebacker. They're obviously without Josie Jewell and Alexander Johnson. Uh, Shelby Harris was listed on the injury report this week. He's questionable with an ankle injury. So all that, I mean, they need all their pieces. They, I feel like the Broncos have to play near a perfect game if they want to win this game. And these injuries certainly aren't helping. Well, uh, did the uh, did, here's a question for you. Uh, we're talking to Ian St. Clair, Mile High Report, on the winnersandwinners.com hotline. Did the Broncos miss the boat, thinking it was Vance Joseph, the hot defensive coordinator, <laughs> to watch and not Brandon Staley? 
And it, it, that's an interesting that's an interesting dilemma for for the Broncos because he was on the staff. He became an offensive core or a defensive coordinator rather for Sean McVay, and then the Rams or the Chargers obviously liked what they saw from Brandon Staley. I I don't know if it would have worked. I, I are you going to move on from Vic Fangio and then hire Brandon Staley? I I highly doubt that. Um, I, I think they should have done more to potentially keep him as a defensive coordinator, but. I mean, he was going to advance, and he obviously has. I, the thing that I like about him is, not a, a, aside from what he does on the field, I love the way that he handles himself off the field. With, yes. Uh, news conferences and the things that yes. he has said about difficult things to talk about and what mm-hmm. you don't typically get from a coach. I love his honesty, but I love how aggressive he is as a head coach, especially offensively. He has morphed into like a Ron Rivera riverboat gambler where if he's a fourth down deep in his own territory, he's going to go for it. Wow. He trusts his team. He he trusts Herbert and Austin Eckler to get things done. And I think that resonates throughout his whole, his whole roster, and they, they appreciate that. So I don't know if it would have worked for him to be a head coach here if you're going to move on from Vic Fangio, but it's nice to see a guy have success who – was a part of the Vic Fangio tree. All that said, uh, the Chargers have not have kind of underachieved this year, right? I mean, they're they're. I'm sure Charger fans. I think there are a couple of them out there um, are feeling the same kind of <laughs> angst the Broncos are fans are, right? I mean, what's what's wrong with this team? Why can't they get over the hump? And uh, we know how good Herbert is. We know how good the Chargers can be. But the Broncos have had good success against this group. Um, I think there's reason, and Kiz said it last. Last segment. There's reasons for Bronco fans to be optimistic about tomorrow. I don't think Broncos fans should be optimistic about anything. You just, <laughs> just have no idea what to yeah, expect. That's fair. I mean, the, the thing I, I will say this about the Chargers: they have the difference maker. They have a quarterback, yeah. so that gives them reason to be excited because mm-hmm. he just—he's one of those players who is going to tear apart this team aside from Patrick Mahomes, for the next 10, 12, 15 years, Justin Herbert is he, hes morphing into one of the best quarterbacks in football right before our eyes. So not only do you have Patrick Mahomes, but now you have to deal with Justin Herbert. But the thing that I think is going to be a huge disadvantage for that Broncos defense on Sunday is Austin Eckler. The way that that defense struggled to stop the run against the Eagles and Jalen Hurts is a phenomenal athlete. Justin yep. Herbert's a better athlete, or a, yep. a better quarterback, and just as good of an athlete as Jalen Hurts. And we saw that on Sunday night against the Steelers. He can do things with his feet that are going to end up being a problem for this defense. And then you throw in Austin Eckler, who can not only do it as a, a running back running the ball, but as a receiver out of the backfield. And that's just, to me, that is a big problem for this defense. And can they do enough? to stop the run, and I, again, <laughs> just no idea what to expect from this team. Yeah, not only can they stop the run, but uh, you've got a terrific quarterback with great wide receivers. <laughs> so, yeah, th- exactly. there are there are a lot of questions. Uh, I guess there's no point in wrangling a prediction out of you since you, <laughs> you're you on record primarily as saying who the heck knows. <laughs> but yeah. um, on the other hand, you know, cl- uh, Chargers have a poor run defensive numbers, and uh, – the pass defense yeah, is good, and they they but they let you throw underneath. But the Broncos can thrive like that. 
uh, controlled time of possession. You, Broncos don't have a quarterback for the next 15 years, but they have a quarterback you can win with on any given Sunday. I don't care what anybody says. They, I think he's a solid NFL quarterback, Terry Bridgewater. He has his off days, especially when he's banged up. But boring. Uh, last chance. Well, you can say boring, you know, but yeah, blame it like uh, Ian did on the offense quarter. You on Twitter and I have gone back and forth, and you're talking about how Jalen Hurts a better quarterback. Well, Jalen yeah. Hurts is a system quarterback. He can't throw the ball with any accuracy, tw- uh, any completion percentage, 20 yards down the field. And yet Neither you like Teddy. him, and you don't like Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy can, you know, Teddy Bridgewater and Teddy can Kubiak. throw the ball down the field. No, so he, he can't. Yeah, he does, and no, he can. He, his, his numbers per pass are better. Better than uh, Drew Locks were, and bet- it's a misnomer. This guy can do it. Now the Chargers won't let him. They're going to make him throw underneath. But that's uh, that plays to the Broncos' strength, in my opinion. Last chance, Ian. Before we uh, he's optimistic. Before Ian. we argue e- with each other, you get a prediction. <laughs> I, I I think the Chargers are the team that showed up and beat the Chiefs. I I, I just I think this team is on the upswing. They're the ones who can control their own destiny as much as I hate that cliche because you can't control destiny. But <laughs> I, I, I think the Chargers, are, they, they, they're just too good offensively. Austin Eckler is going to make a difference in this game. He's the difference maker. From Eaton, uh, Colorado native Austin Eckler, who gets the chance to come home. Um, I like the Chargers 31-17. I, just, I don't think Ooh. the defense is going to do enough to stop this, this Chargers offense, especially Austin Eckler. And I don't have any faith in Pat Shermer that he knows what this team needs to do, and that's run the ball. You have to run the ball against this defense, and I think he's going to call a pass-heavy offense, which is what he does. Hmm. So maybe I'm a jaded fan and just been through six years of this, but I just I have no faith that the Broncos are going to be able to do enough and play that perfect game that they need to do to beat this team. Ian St. Clair, Mile High Report, radio podcast with his uh, partner Adam Malnati. Great stuff always, uh, especially tomorrow, game day and afterwards. You want to read him and listen to him at Mile High Report and playcolorado.com. Thank you, Ian. Hey, hey Michael, I think we have a new Mr. Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> well, he and it must be Thanksgiving. He and kids are just brimming. Opposite, yeah. Well, I, I am. I mean, I'm, I'm the one who's saying Bronco fans, get excited. You know, come on. Come on, this is it. You have a game late in the season to determine your fate. When did that happen recently? All Never. right. Hey, thank you, Ian. We'll talk thank to you Ian. soon. Coming up next on the winnersandwiners.com hotline, Ram Roundup, Kelly Lyle from the Colorado uh, will join us, and we'll uh, look at the state of the rolling Rams. Man, they are hot. Winning the Paradise Jam in St. Thomas. We'll look at the, where they're at, and we'll look at the football team for their final game of this regular season.